Welcome back. Guess what, guys? I don't know if you know this, but this is our 10th episode now. Yeah, we've done 10 of these. <laughs> well, we haven't recorded 10 times. Oops. <laughs> All right, so we're back. Thanks for everyone who stuck with us. I think we only lost like two followers through our like month hiatus. So thanks for staying. And people have still been messaging us for help uh, with finding catfish and like texting help and things like that. So we've still been doing that. We've still been accepting donations. So that's been going very nice. So we have tons of stories now that we can share with you guys. Before we get started, just want to remind you guys, if you're not following us on Instagram, it's at NVM, he texted me. You can also send your donations to our Venmo, which is the same name that really helps us. It helped us pay for Zoom today. Hope you all had a great spring break. COVID free. You know, I've never been on a spring break because I played college softball, so I never had like a spring break. I couldn't do it in high school either because of softball. I like it's crazy to me that like in Laguna Beach, they went to Cabo in high school. Like would our parents ever let us go to Mexico by ourselves in high school? No. no. Hell no. My mom won't let me go to Mexico now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. All right. So I think we're all familiar with relationships and let's just put this in like in a romantic sense, like not talking about with your family members or friends or whatever. We'll say the standard relationship, two people or whoever are together, the boundaries are set and known, the feelings are known. You don't have to question if you the other person likes you or not or like what's going on. Would we just agree that's like the standard relationship, right? Yeah. But... <laughs> there can be different things going on that aren't just a regular relationship. So that brings us to today's topic of situationships, tolerationships, and imaginationships. <laughs> Definitely had experience with all of those. Yeah, so. I'm currently the third person in Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian's relationship, so it's fun. <laughs> I think that by the time we get done talking about this, people listening will realize that maybe they've been in one or more of these without even realizing. I mean, it's pretty much like every young like college fling, I feel like, goes into one of these categories. So let's start off with situationship. I know we didn't coin these terms, so I looked it up so that nobody gets mad at me. We have a definition for situationship from healthline.com. A situationship is a romantic relationship that's undefined or uncommitted. It may be based on convenience or short-term circumstances. Most situationships involve some form of physical intimacy, but they're generally more than a casual sexual encounter. Those so, are the ones my mom told me to tell them to shit or get off the pot. Yes, that is the shit or get off the pot situation. Yes. <laughs> so I was thinking about like, how would one know that they're in a situationship? Like maybe they don't even realize it. I can give an example. Okay. Yeah, I was, I feel like I was in one and I didn't really even realize, I mean, you guys know I was, you guys were telling me I was in one and I was like, (laughs) no, I'm not. He loves me. Well, that's a great way to start off. If your friends are telling you that this is fucked up, (laughs) then it it probably is. I feel like that's one thing. This is easy. You can say we're boyfriend and girlfriend or boyfriend and boyfriend and girlfriend and girlfriend, whatever it may be you're in a relationship. If you cannot say that is my significant other, 
you're in a situation ship. There's Absolutely. been so many times where my mom's like, so we're in being high school. Like, are you together or are you official? Like, what does exactly. together mean? What does to being together mean? It means you're dating. Right. My parents used to be like, no, no, that makes no sense. That was like, <laughs> remember, I don't know. I'm not ready to be in a relationship, but we can be together. I'm like, what the fuck does that do? Okay. Yeah. That's a situation ship. And I know that we do have some like high school kids that listen to this. This is what happens. We've all been through it. I wish I could just go back to every high school boyfriend well, and be I, like, no. Even like think of like, I mean, I didn't do this in high school because I was prude. No surprise <laughs> there. But like, even like people you're like hooking up. Oh, like we only hook up with each other at, at football. Par- I don't know if football parties are a thing everywhere. Yeah. But like, <laughs> what (laughs) we only want to be together at football parties oh my gosh I actually hate everything like I hate us (laughs) I feel like okay if you are with someone and you're talking every day you're texting every day you maybe even hang out all the time you're having sex maybe you're going on dates and you can't even ask them like first of all you have to even question what you are and if you do ask them, they're like gaslighting the shit out of you. You are in a situation ship and it is not going to change as long as also, you keep your mouth shut. Let me just say this. Hey. If you're dating a guy that's emotionally unavailable, as in the fact that like he has a girlfriend and says that he likes you, but like just needs to work some things out first. He's no. <laughs> I also want to say, do you guys remember the fine? I like, I feel like I remember the day that I realized the difference between situationships and actually dating. Oh yeah. When my, when my parents used to be like, are you boyfriend and girlfriend? I'd be like, no, we're like together. And they'd be like, so you're like dating. I'm like, no, we're like together. Duh. The situationships. And then when I got older, it was like, take me on a date. I would get off the pot. Like, I didn't go on a date. <laughs> My first date was when I like lit. Actually, I remember my first like real date. It was my technically like my junior senior year in Boston, and I had met a guy on OK Cupid. LOL, that OK Cupid <laughs> was the dating app of choice. And I had gone on a date, Bye. but that was like my first date. That wasn't like somebody like. Well, actually, no, that was like my first date because even before then, like in college, you like hang out with people, but they don't like take you on dates. Yeah, what's up with that? My first date was in high school and he came up to my door and knocked on my door and like walked me to dinner. Ugh, and awkward. I was like, oh, weird. My parents were like, you should marry him. <laughs> Why back on the door? Oh my God. I was I, like, uh, never again. <laughs> I mean, I guess I technically went on some dates in high school. Well, I don't know if this is just a New York thing, but like yeah. if a guy drove you to the tanning salon, they liked you. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, they liked you. you. They were in an imagination ship with you. Which- because you would literally text and be like, hey, like, I need a ride to the tanning salon. They'd be like, oh, I'll come pick you up. Like, I'll just wait in the car while you're tanning. Like, what guy actually wants to do that? But no, like, leave it to us to fucking find. We live in a town where that's like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like a relationship symbol of like, right. oh, he took me tanning. Let's move on to imagination ships then. Urban Dictionary's definition an imagination ship is an imaginary relationship that someone makes up in their head because they're secretly very deeply in love with someone else. It falls somewhere between crush and stalking. Oh now, <laughs> what you were saying before about like if a guy was picking you up every day to like go, go tanning and was super nice to you, never even made a move, was like just okay, yeah, like and was just always right there. He liked you. <laughs> he was probably in an imagination ship with you. 
you know? Yeah. Like you think if you like this person enough and you show this person and you text them every day and you do stuff for them, that they'll eventually come around. That's an imagination ship. <laughs> That's yeah, true. There's a thin line between imagination ship and situation ship. They yeah. just, I feel like imagination ships are more one-sided. Yes. I would say that situation ship is like, at least you're both like hooking up and hanging out. And That's what I'm like saying. Like, imagination ships, I feel like is more like one person going out of their way for somebody yes. else. If you're like super going out of your way to like get food for somebody, like bring some guy or a girl, whatever coffee at work, and they're never texting you or doing anything aside from when they want something like that. It's early <laughs> on, you can't really label it that yet. Like if it's early on, they're trying to like court you. Well, yeah. Like, I'm all, I'm okay with that. Like, I think like Nick had brought me like candy and like something, like I had gotten home from a trip and I hadn't seen him and he like went out of his way to do something nice. And this was like a week into knowing him, but it's when it's like consistent or the girl will be like, I don't like, I don't like, you're just like my friend. Like they friend zone you, but you keep like trying to play the yeah, boyfriend like, well, game or just, like vice versa. Like if I act like a really good boyfriend or girlfriend, they'll know that I am one and they'll want to be that with me. I think that people in them don't actually know that they're in them. They're not like, I'm in an imagination ship. Whereas like when you're in a situation ship, you kind of joke around about it, but like, you don't know that you're in one. So you need to like, look back on how long this has been going on like you guys said it can't be like chalked up to that right in the beginning as an imagination ship because they might just be courting you but look back at how long this has been going on with no return I don't think you know you are in an imagination ship until you are done and you're looking back like I've been in an imagination ship and I did not think I was at the time if you're the one giving all this giving 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 fucking just look around <laughs> yeah so can you guys think of any specific imagination ship experience to throw in literally every single guy i've ever liked ever <laughs> i like i feel like i always told the line of imagination ship situation ship but a lot of it was like by choice i feel like because i and i think you guys would agree with this i was so not ready and emotionally okay to be in a relationship that i feel like i chose imagination ships and situation ships because it was like a way to like protect myself from actually having to be emotionally available yeah and it's definitely something that you realize in hindsight when looking back so. I also think there's a fine line between situation ships and imagination ships because people can feed into it like you said like if you wanted to go somewhere you would hit that person up to right. take you there so they were thinking you were into them because you were hitting them up so they're like yeah sure i'll be there in a second like using somebody which is terrible yeah. everybody right. does it at some point wait i have an example actually because i just realized that a while ago like years ago there was a guy that i was talking to it was going towards relationship in the beginning i think the whole thing lasted like six weeks and i'll tell you why i know that in a second um it was seemed like it was going towards a relationship he picked me up from my house every single day like we went and did things all the time brought me around all his friends bought me drinks food whatever then it turned into more of a situation ship where like it like it was we were together all the time like what's going on like and then he would like kind of gaslight me like oh I don't know like we don't really need to label it da, 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 da. then then he kind of like ended things but he did the whole like like oh but I really like you and like I still want to hang out and like get to know you, blah, blah, blah. So I just heard that. And then it became an imagination ship where I was like, oh, well, like, because he would text me once in a while to like come out to the bar when he was working, but he texted everybody to do that. So I'd be like, oh, he's texting me like, okay, he must like me still. So then I would like go out of my way to like do things for him or like bring him food at work or like whatever. And it was definitely imagination ship. And 
eventually I just kind of fizzled it out myself. Like I got over it. But to this day, when I run into him, he always, he still gaslights the shit out of me and says, so, you know, that was the best six weeks of my life. Meanwhile, he has a girlfriend right now and they live together. He'll always a whole ass baby person. No, no. He's always like, yeah, I know. This just reminded me, I need to plug a book that just like totally for people that are like me and are like totally on like the mental health wave and like wanting to read about like the psychology. Can you not hear me? What's the matter? No, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I heard music and I don't know if I was losing my mind, which I guess I am. <laughs> plug the book. <laughs> um, I was just going to plug this book that totally changed the way I like viewed relationships. And it's not just romantic relationships. It's like every relationship. It's called Attached by Amir Levine and Rachel S.F. Heller. You can get it on Amazon, but like Basically, it just tells you your attachment style and how that stems from like your relationships as a kid. And it's just totally life-changing and will have you avoid any situations like we've been talking about. All right. So there you go. Go grab that book. I feel like it's something I needed years ago. It's too late now. Me too. Now I'm fine. <laughs> as far as I know. All right. So we talked imagination chips and we talked situationships and what was okay. that? So next we have tolerationships. Oh. The urban... <laughs> Urban Dictionary definition is the uncomfortable or even tense terms upon which two parties coexist when circumstances rather than choice either force them together, prevent them from separating, or both. That's like staying in a marriage because yeah. finances are. Or- I was going to say, I feel like that happens a lot in marriages. Yeah. Or like if people have kids and they feel like they can't break up. So to re- relate this to a younger crowd, I think a toleration ship is when you've been dating for so long that you just tolerate the way they speak to you or treat you or whatever because you've been together for so long. Chanel, but- I think you're right. The way that you associated it with like the younger crowd. Yeah. So I think that that goes along the lines of like, if you've been in a relationship for too long, and like he wants to hang out with his friends more than you or like you're one of the friends or mm-hmm. a big thing that I always got myself out of toler to- tolerance ships <laughs> whatever you call it toleration ship okay <laughs> I got myself out of a toleration ship was I still don't think I said that right how they treat their mom is how they're gonna treat you and if I didn't like that I was like hell no that's not something i'm going to tolerate or like sisters or anyone yeah Yeah. some people i feel like tolerate certain relationships because they're afraid to break up and like be alone because they've been in the relationship for so long they're like i don't want to start over like like i love my boyfriend but i also like totally love being by myself too yeah like you should never be in a relationship because you want to be alone and i feel like that's what gets people like or you should never be in a relationship because you don't want to be alone i said it wrong the first time Cause that's just a disaster. Yeah. But that also applies like, again, to the younger crowd, like maybe you've been with somebody for like two years in high school, which is like a really long time in high school. And you might just be still together. Cause you're like, well, like this is probably who I'm marrying. Like, why would I try to, why would I be single? Who else am I going to d- meet? Who like, you're just kind of dealing with it. Cause you've been together for so long. And maybe it's, maybe you don't treat each other shitty, but you just don't like have feelings for each other anymore. But like, no one's going to admit it. You kind of just like, deal with it and like kind of hope the other one does something that'll let you break up with them or hope they just break up with you I don't know I can see yeah, like if you're thing. genuinely not happy right you're just not happy well at that age you've 
grow so much like yeah could you imagine being the same person you were in high school I couldn't so we're saying like younger crowd but like you could definitely end up in a tolerationship older than that any age well because it's the same situation if like you're with somebody for so long and like we said people are afraid to be alone yeah you're afraid to be alone you don't break up with somebody I mean especially like I know people that have gotten divorced and like when that is like the step instead of just a breakup I feel like it adds a whole nother level even though it's so common now like but like if you're like seriously unhappy and you've been just putting up with shit because you have a marriage license like that's not like you can leave still yeah wait so my mom always told me you never find the right one while being with the wrong one and it's better to just date than to be in a relationship with somebody yeah date your people and see what you like like don't be tied down so yeah like never find the right one while being with especially when you're young I feel like like don't waste your time like falling in love in 10th grade because chances are he's not the one for you bro right (laughs) something that used to happen during my breakups I don't know why but (laughs) I'm already ready to laugh like I used to break up with people and they would tell me no (laughs) I've done this and I don't know why or how but I remember telling my mom and she was like what do you mean they told you no yeah. Hang up the phone, block their numbers, never talk to them again. Do this now before you get the government involved and have to go through a whole new process. That's when things get messy because they think like they own you per se. And then you end up tolerating more because you well, gotta go this is um, everyone's <laughs> reminder to get that prenup. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, really. Like I don't care how much money you or the other person makes just get the prenup keep your finances separate forever Honestly, like it's just for so much more than money these days even nick and i have had the discussion like if we were to get married like legally like the pets would, ha- would be on a print you know like there's so much more to it than just the financial aspect no i agree how many people have to like co-parent animals now i know it's oh, fun. I'm doing like visits i'm like no like if ugh, no <laughs> oh my god <sighs> i know a person that was doing pet visits when they no. broke up and it was like, to me, that's like, you forget your scrunchie at my house. Yeah. Breaking up with the pet is harder than breaking up with you the person. You this pen house. here. It is, but you you do it. You break, yeah. That's like equivalent to when I would break up with somebody and they'd be like, still talking to my parents. I'm like, we yeah. all oh, broke up. No, lucky for me, if I break up with somebody, like my parents are like, how do I block? Like, how do oh. I block this person? Last words on this shit. Okay, so what it comes down to is if you're unhappy in any relationship and you realize that you're in any of these types of things and you don't want to be, end it. <laughs> Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> but really, I mean, I don't know what else to say, right? Like, yeah, there's no need. This is this is your blunt friend telling you right now, cut that shit off. And it all goes back to the whole, like, people will treat you how you allow them to treat you. So mm-hmm. if you're allowing somebody to walk all over you and they or they like situationship they know that they can just like call you to hang out and you'll do girlfriendy boyfriendy stuff with them and they don't have to put a label on it what would happen if you just didn't answer them one day for an entire day don't respond what would they do if you ask yourself like what would happen if i didn't answer this person all day and you say they a wouldn't care or b they wouldn't they, you'd probably just never hear from them again then that's another sign i was gonna say pretty much the same thing but like a good rule of thumb is that if you're not initiating conversation like and you and you're only initiating because you feel like they are not initiating like that's a red flag absolutely oh, for sure if you initiate your conversation you better let 
then message you the next day or the next day like hell no i literally a year into our relationship unless i have something important to say like i still don't initiate conversations <laughs> let's move on to some questions I'm actually very heated about this one. So I'd like to just say it and then we can get into it. Because I have a lot to say. She said, I have something that's been bothering me lately. The condoms versus birth control debate. The last few guys I've been with rather do birth control than use condoms. How much of this should be a deal breaker? It is not their fucking choice. It is your choice as a Mm. female to decide what kind of birth control you're using. If I went and told Nick, sorry, I'm getting off birth control. We need to use condoms. He needs to respect that what because like she's asking it in the tune of like that he actually has a say right like, I I'm don't getting like the vibe. that at all even when you're in a relationship like if you are not ready to are those like I uh, god I have so many thoughts <laughs> go ahead say. how was that conversation brought up was he just like I don't want to wear a condom because it's too tight yeah. can you just get on birth control like no fuck off yeah no and uh, not for anything why does he assume that just because you're on birth control, he doesn't have to wear a condom? Yeah, like people do both. Like I, I like I understand that for a lot of people that does mean that, but why is he assuming it's this? It's not, yeah, that also like for you to suggest that a woman get on birth control with the amount of shit that women have to go through in their bodies when you go on or off birth control, fuck off, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, he should just be happy to be here. That's not a debate. That is a deal breaker. She asked if it was a deal breaker. Deal breaker, a guy having any say in what you decide to do with your reproductive organs. Yeah, yeah. she said how much of this should be a deal breaker? All of it. And she all said, especially with new guys, all of it. If a new guy is fucking telling you- A new guy, no way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I think a common misconception here that people think is that condoms are for birth control. They are also for STDs and STDs. So you can have the pill all you want that will not help you. Because guess what? HIV is still alive and well, people. And HPV, which is way more common. So yeah, no, tell, no. (laughs) Tell them to shut up. There is so much no in that question. Like, oh God. Yeah, yeah. there's just no all around. Like, no. fuck that guy. Fuck any new guy that thinks he has any say in what you decide yeah. to do with birth control or condoms. You can make him do both. And if he says no, he's not the one for you. It's whatever you want to do. So if you want to go on birth control, then go ahead. But don't do it because. But some don't guy go on birth you. control for somebody else, especially if you've never been on it before, because that shit fucks with your body. It's no, no. joke. It's not something you're just like, yeah, I'll get on birth control. It's easy. It's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> Next. All right. I was Snapchatting this guy that I met on the Facebook dating thing. I didn't know Facebook had a dating thing. He came off super overbearing, like wanting me to just come see him on days I work, telling me just to leave my sister to take care of my dog, always pouting because I didn't text back enough during the day when I work nights and I told him this. And so I ended up blocking him on the dating thing and Snapchat and he just went back and searched for my Facebook profile to tell me how shameful I am. And with the dogs, it was a whole ass conversation about why I can't just drop them on my sister's because it's irresponsible and he just wasn't understanding about that and multiple times I had to tell him I'm just sleeping and he would pout about that oh my then when I told him why I blocked him he told me I was being presumptuous and wasted his time he said I was presumptuous because I don't know how he means things through text but frankly when I have to explain things multiple times because you don't understand why I can't be irresponsible with my dogs just so I can go see you and I can't be texting you all day when I work nights it kind of tells me all I need to know um Uh, yeah it does i'm assuming this is like new and like you really haven't hung out with him much yet and like this is just creepy 
I said, she said it was someone she used to oh no sorry that was a different one sorry someone she met on the Facebook dating thing so I don't know if they like met in person or they started talking in there but like either way if a guy's trying to pull you away from things that like matter to you that's like a huge that's like the huge number one red sign flag. Of abusive relationship oh god I couldn't even count the amount of red flags in that message I know what she's talking about like the ones that get pouty when you're not answering whatever they send like a bunch of like sad faces like hey babe what's going on why aren't you answering me like sad face yeah and shut like, up and then like a few minutes later like another sad face like oh my god I literally am getting mad because like I feel this so deeply I and then he gets mad at her for like living a life so he's gaslighting the living shit out of you when you're just being normal and the reason that people gaslight is like a defense mechanism they don't even realize they're doing it half the time like he's convinced himself that he's in the right and that you are presumptuous like it's like a narcissistic thing yes definitely a sign of narcissism goodbye actually health magazine this month i'm in the middle of an article right now that says how to spot a narcissist so next episode i'll let you guys know what i find out that was all of that i feel like i would have his first two times telling me what i was supposed to be doing with my day that involved him instead of what i actually wanted to do i just would have blocked him yeah it just goes back to the other question too like the person you're dating a guy or girl should not have any bearing on how you go about your day your body, your life. Like, yes, at some point when you're in a serious relationship, you factor them into decisions, but they don't make decisions for you. Glad she blocked him or isn't talking to him anymore. And if anyone else is listening to this and they're like, huh, that kind of sounds like this guy that I talked to. Run. Yeah. Don't walk. End that Run. right now. Call that shit a day. All right. My question. Okay. I didn't even read it first. So we're going in this together mm-hmm. says, so I'm trying my best, but not desperately to get attention from this guy. We've been flirting off and on for a long time and in between relationships, etc. but he is the worst to text back. The worst always been, what should I do? Nothing. Uh, I- <laughs> no. Seriously. No. Oh my God. I'm getting mad. Okay. You should not have to try to get attention from somebody. If someone's not giving you attention, they don't want to be giving you attention. And I say that the nicest way possible. Literally reverts back to, (laughs) this literally reverts back to if you went a day without texting them, what would happen? Yes. Don't text them for a day. Do not answer this person for a day and then keep going. And then if you don't hear from them again, don't text them again. Because if they wanted to reach out with you, they will. And when she says that he's the worst to text back, I'm sorry, nobody's bad at texting back. I actually take that back because one of my best friends from college will literally take weeks to answer. No, she'll take weeks to answer you. Right, but if she was talking to a guy that she was trying to build a relationship that she liked, she would answer him. If you don't like them, then you don't put in the time and effort. Um, that is like, I don't want to name names, but one of my best friends is the worst texter in the planet. And she yeah. Just, she knows who she is, but if she's interested in a guy, she will get back. Yeah. So to answer that question, nothing, nothing. Goodbye. All right, guys, I think we're done for today. We'll see you next time. We're changing our episode release time to every other week now. Um, it'll be a lot easier for us so we can give you better content and in between we'll be able to interact with you guys more uh, on our Instagram and Discord and everything so we will see you next time bye